Hey guys and welcome to Love What Luck. Hope you're all having an amazing week. I feel like I'm having one of those weeks. Actually, do you know what? It's not even a week. It's been ongoing where I think my brain is like about to stop. I'm actually concerned that I've got Alzheimer's coming. Now, Alzheimer's has always been a worry for me anyway. I think that's why the notebook hits me so hard. I know it hits everyone hard, but my God, when I watch that, like, I'm an absolute mess. I can't remember if I said the story that I watched that film on my last day in Wales before I moved back to London after lockdown on a hangover. I haven't watched it since. I literally cried from, like, the start of it. Like, as soon as I see the start and she's looking out at the birds, I've definitely said the story before. It just makes me cry. Anyway, it hits me really hard, right? And the other morning, I'm sat in bed. I'm forgetful anyway. Do you know what I say that? I don't know if this is just me or if this is a girl thing, but I'm forgetful, right? And I'll forget like major life things, big things that's happened to me that people remind me of about trips or whatever. And I'm like, I have no memory. I have no idea. But I will remember like minuscule things. Like I'll remember something that my boyfriend said to me last year or on the first date or the first time we met. Or I'll remember like... (laughs) something that somebody wore on a date like I remember like minuscule pointless details but I'll forget big things but generally I would say I'm quite forgetful right well the other morning I'm sat in bed and Matt says he's going like are you not gonna give me a kiss he was like I've just given you a kiss and I had genuinely forgotten within like minutes and since then the fear of having Alzheimer's and some sort of memory or brain problem as really heightened as you can imagine. The other morning I'm in the car and I said, oh, I'm really hungry this morning. And Matt was like, you've just said that. And guys, I had no memory of it. And I think I was telling my mother this weekend, so I went back home to Wales um, for the weekend, which was lovely. And I was telling my mother about it and she was like, I think you've just got too much in your brain. And I think that's about right. And I think Honestly, all of us must be the same at the minute. I don't want to talk about COVID because it was such a long time ago. It's coming up three years. But I do wonder, was my life always this kind of chaotic? Or does it just feel more chaotic? (laughs) Or does it just feel more chaotic since lockdown and since COVID? Do you get me? Because I just feel like I can't keep up. I feel like my brain is just working overtime. When I'm in work, it's so busy. And then I have loads of other things. I write lists all the time. And honestly, I came home today and my brain was actually hurting. Like, knowing your head actually hurts. I was like, I just don't know what to do about it. And I think lots of us must be feeling the same thing. Like, if you've got any tips, let me know. I'm really keen on having, like, time in the morning. Like, I always go on about my morning routine. That's really important. And my night time. But oh my god, in the days at the minute, my brain is frazzled. And you know, I've just moved into a new flat, right? Well, I was walking home from work the other day in the dark. So I've left from the building every morning, but this was my first time coming back from the train station back to my flat. And it was dark. So I'm walking home wherever, same route. I'm walking along, and I'm thinking, I've been gone a little while. I feel like it should only take 10 minutes. It's coming up just past that, no sign of the flat. I'm like, where is it? I keep walking. I notice a building to my right, the building that we were originally looking to move to. And I was like, that's weird. I've never noticed that here before. Strange. 
slight alarm bells starting to ring but I think you know what sometimes you notice things sometimes you don't today I noticed when I say a statue I'm talking like a 10 foot black topless what do they call them no like when they topless men statues I can't think I can't think what the word is is it a bronze statue? I don't know. Anyway, I'm talking like a 10-foot statue that I noticed today, which is over a week of walking past it. I must be walking past it every day. Tonight, I noticed it. So I'm not like the most, you know, I don't notice everything about me, right? So I'm thinking, mm, that's a bit strange, but wherever, keep walking. I'm going along and I'm thinking, do you know what? I actually have no idea where I am. I'm like, this is stupid. You literally walked from you a few hours ago how can you not find your way back? Like, come on, pull yourself together. So I just keep walking. I'm looking round, guys. I get to the end of the road. I am completely lost. I could not find my way to my own flat. I was, like, laughing and thinking, okay, like, this is a bit funny. But deep inside me, I was like, I am lost, and it's dark, and I'm alone. (laughs) And at what point do I raise an alarm? At what point do I report myself as a missing person? Because I'm stuck. I was putting in maps, but because I was on the complex, I was saying that I was you. I was ringing Matt, the only other person who knows where my flat is. He wasn't answering. I was wandering around. I'm not even exaggerating for 10 minutes. I found some stairs. I was like, this must be the way. Walk up to the way, fully walk up to another building. And then I'm like, that's not my building. I was wandering around. I was like, I have no idea where my home is. Like, do we, why don't we talk about this? I think we should be normalising it. But when you come somewhere new, yes, it's in a place I've lived for eight years. But it's my first time here. And I honestly didn't have a clue where I was. So I had to retrace my steps. I did make a TikTok about this. So apologies if you've um, watched that and you're hearing the story for the second time. But I retraced my steps to the last place that I felt safe and I felt like I knew my surroundings. Retraced and by that point, Matt rang me and he's like, what's wrong? I was like, I'm lost. He was laughing. He was like, what? I was like, I genuinely don't know where I am I've walked alongside the river and I must have missed our building anyway I had to retrace what I'd done is just walk completely straight past the steps to my building walked straight on taking another set of steps got myself twisted and turning eventually obviously I found the flat and touch wood I haven't got lost since but I feel like that's the state of my brain this week like it is just fried I would say But anyway, it's fine. I feel like all you really need is one day to catch up and then you feel like a little bit more normal. But the other day, actually, I think it was the day I moved in or like my first night here, I was like, I'm going to have a shower. I'm not talking about like a normal shower. Like we all know that there's three types of showers. There's the first one where you're quick in and out, body shower, do you go do in the morning, done. Then you have the second type of shower. I don't know if this is universal, but for me, it can either be like a very relaxing shower where you just want to take your time, or it can be one of those depressing showers, or like a hangover shower. You know, I've spoken about those before, where you just want to sit down and just like allow the water (laughs) to rain on you and do nothing. Like you just want it to touch you to like feel something. (laughs) Like that's the second type of shower. Now that can go on for as long as you want, but generally they go on for a little while but it's you're not really benefiting from it 
And then the third type of shower is like the full MOT shower. I'm talking hair wash, hair mask, hair condition, shave, tan, body scrub, face scrub. I'm talking like the works. That was the type of shower I decided to give myself the other day in the flat. I was like, this is what I need. This will help me out. Matt rang me after phase one. By that, I mean I had done everything in the water and I was just out of the shower. He rang me in phase one, like, asking what I was doing. He was like, yeah, I won't be long, then I'll be coming home wherever. I was like, okay, fine. I can move on to phase two of the shower, which is the body moisturise, the hair dry, everything else. I'm halfway through phase two, drying my hair. Matt rings again. He's on, on his way home. I check. It had been 40 minutes. It had taken me 40 minutes to get myself from phase one of the shower to phase two. I still wasn't done by the time he came in. I honestly think it took me two hours, like, overall. But I did feel better after it. So that's just my tip to myself. I think on my first, like, on my next Sunday back, I should say, I'm going to try another one. If you've got any other top tips for relaxation, please throw them at me. I think I've mentioned before I was doing, it might be on a vlog, I've been doing like the car maps now in the middle of the day, that's where I've got to, but if you've got any other uh, pieces of advice or wisdom then please pass them on, I will be happy to share them for anybody else that's going through the same thing of being brain fried. Okay, this week I want to talk about something I've just been thinking lately, just myself, I have realised over the last few months that love is not enough. I used to think, I'm talking like my whole life, that love meant everything. And if you were in true love, like if you were meant to be together and if you're actually soulmates and if you had real love, then that would just conquer everything. You'd have no problems with each other you'd have no problems in yourself, I suppose. I mean, I never thought love could, like, solve your problems. But I just always thought that when you were in love properly, then you would be okay. And now when I say out loud, I'm like, oh, my God, is that just a little bit, like, tragic? Because I never thought that I thought about relationships like that, but I always thought that... (laughs) It was because I hadn't found somebody, like, because I hadn't found my person. So if I still had issues, like, in a relationship with somebody or if something wasn't right in the relationship or I needed, like, a little bit of work, I would just write that relationship off and just think, well, obviously, because he's not the one. So obviously, these are gonna, there's going to be problems. And I also thought if you were with the one, you just don't get them. And I'm here to say that I no longer believe that. (laughs) I used to think no matter what happened to either of you or to both of you, that if the relationship was right, it would always just stay like this. And it doesn't. Like, relationship takes work. And I was talking to my friends about it. We went for drinks the other night. And I was just, like, talking basically about this and, like, how I kind of perceived love and they were like you've always had this idea of love as being like just this super romantic thing and they were like it's not like you're both humans and obviously things happen and you know if something like comes up in your relationship or is bad it doesn't mean that the whole relationship is bad 
And yeah, I've kind of realised recently that before if there's been problems and I'm I'm saying problems like just like anything minute if somebody like does something like in a way that I don't like sometimes I would write their relationship off thinking they weren't the one like they prob well they weren't obviously but it was probably more that I wasn't willing to work for it whereas I think what I realize now is if you're in a relationship where you feel like they are special and where you feel like the relationship is good enough then it doesn't mean that the problems don't arise it just means that you're willing to work on them and take them you know on board and and try and work through them and this is the same with friendships as well you know when I was 21 I don't know if I've ever said this story sorry if I have but on my 21st birthday I had still I would say two best friends in school I had two best friends and then when we went to uni I kind of naturally sort of growed apart from one, uh, but the other two of us, like, we still stayed really strong. So it was, like, nothing happened. It was just kind of like a gradual thing. You know, obviously, going to uni, you start to take interest in different things. You kind of just realise more the type of person you are. And we were still friends, but, like, we definitely weren't as close. And then we went out on my 21st birthday we had an argument. Do I want to go into the details of it? I don't know. Basically, she started to say bad things about our other friend, like the third best friend, um, which was obviously just like out of order. And she might have said I changed, I can't remember, but I probably had, obviously. I've gone from school into a 21, you're like graduating uni, aren't you? So obviously, I probably had changed, same as she had changed. And we argued and we literally never spoke after that day. It was like we fell out in the club. She didn't come home with us in the lift. She wouldn't. She texted me the next day, happy birthday. And then that's it. I have not seen her. I have not spoken to her. I've not heard from her. I haven't reached out for, what's that, over 10 years. And she was like my best friend. It's actually crazy. So... Obviously, we changed and, like, a big thing happened and we just broke it off. And then I've had relationships with other friends where we've fallen out over much bigger things where, again, like, circumstances have changed or we've probably changed as people, but the relationship has been, like, strong enough and good enough that we've been willing to work through it. And, yeah, it's taken time. You know, it's like, if you argue with a girlfriend, it can be, like, horrible because a friendship like is just something that you just can't replace like with a partner it's just not the same ever and so I know they're really hard but we've like worked through it for like with two friends and we've worked through it and now like we're close and I'm like how did I understand that about friendships but nor about romantic relationships. Like, obviously, it's the same thing because we are people and we keep changing and things keep evolving and situations change and you get stressed and all the rest of it. And I don't know, it's just been a bit of an epiphany. I hope I'm making sense to you guys. Like, do you feel the same? But I, I don't know if I've also had a bad example of it. So, you know, I've spoken about before when I had, like, my really bad anxiety. I was with 
a boyfriend then and I know he fully thought that I was the one like he, he just obviously I just know we did and he like stuck by me and probably stuck through some shit that he probably shouldn't have because I just wasn't the best version of myself <laughs> cheesy as that sounds but I think that is even because that was like my first sort of adult relationship I think that's also been in my head as well where you kind of think well yeah if you love somebody you just like take it kind of you know because you'll always just be the same but I've realized now that like I wouldn't do that for certain people and everybody is different and yeah this is just my epiphany this week thing is that sometimes naturally you you do just change and you kind of outgrow a relationship and that is just a natural thing but I think when it gets harder is when it's more like situations change like in yourself or within your relationship and you know when it gets almost yeah I suppose you could say when it gets harder is when you both want to work on it like that's what I was saying like with the friendships like we obviously both wanted to work on it but we were both so hurt by stuff that's when I guess like quite difficult so I think one of the main things it sounds cliche but obviously you have to work on yourself because you're changing and you need to like have a really good understanding of how you are changing and like what you want and what you need and then I think you need to be understanding of what like your friend or your partner needs and then they need to understand what you need like if something has changed like do you know it's a typical thing right as an example no we've all been there when one of you is going through something and the other one isn't and one of you just wants to go out and party and drink and the other one is like settled and just like wants to go home that can be a thing I remember arguing with my friend once it wasn't a big argument at all but we were out and I just didn't want to go <laughs> I just wanted to go home which admittedly isn't like me but that's what I mean sometimes things come up and you change or you know there's like something going on that for whatever reason one night you just act a little bit differently and she just wanted to stay out and party and then it's like oh my god you never want to go home but why are we going home now you know it's just like little things like that and if you think about it everything takes work absolutely everything like seeing your friends now is like a military operation I still haven't given my friend a Christmas present at this point I might as well keep it for her birthday which is in October <laughs> I mean to be fair I have seen her we've just forgotten it but I've barely seen her. I think I've seen her twice in three months my other friend has moved to America I haven't seen her for well I saw her for her birthday in New Orleans last month I've got friends in London that I can go without seeing for like months for easier month easily it is a military operation like again your diaries up you pass in when you can do you don't want to give up Monday night because that's your night you're tired you don't want to give up this this is date night it's actually insane how much work keeping a relationship fresh is especially now like with phones and stuff I even text my friend earlier I was like I'm really sorry I can't keep on top of the messages it's got to the point that I'm listening to voice notes on two speed imagine a voice note especially from somebody Welsh who notoriously speaks faster I'm listening to them on two speed it's like and I'm like trying to take it in and I'm like as I'm doing something else and then I'm trying to like bash out an answer quickly before I get on the train and then I have to do something else 
like obviously it takes work I don't know why only now the epiphany is coming to me and I think that's why when you get older people's friendship groups people's relationships like they do change because and they do get smaller because you kind of have to prioritize right who am I going to put the work into seeing you who am I going to give up my day to go and see who am I going to like miss spending time with my partner to go and see and you know vice versa like what partner am I going to prioritize over seeing somebody else like it's just crazy and I saw this amazing quote the other day from somebody called Esther Perel she's a relationship therapist and she said most of us have two or three significant long-term relationships in our lives and some of us will have them with the same person that blew my mind that's basically saying that you change so much in your life significantly and you can choose to change and grow with the same person or people in your life or choose to start your new chapter or your new phase of life with somebody else. Is that not mind-blowing to you? To me, that was like, it's one of those quotes that's going to stick with me like forever. <laughs> I wrote it down. I didn't need to write it down. That is locked up. Forgetfulness. Alzheimer's who? Mm-mm, not for Esther. Me and that quote. That's coming with me to the grave because it's so true. And like when you realise that, you're like, okay, it just makes me think about things, honestly, in a more light-hearted way like I used to think really badly if I'd fallen out with somebody or if something bad happens in a relationship you'd be thinking oh my god is this it now is this no can we move past it how are they going to perceive me and I think when you have that you kind of realize okay that was me then that's what's happened or that was them and that's how they've reacted or that was our relationship and it was in a bad place Now we're going to our second significant relationship, but with the same person. And when you think about it like that, it just changes everything and it makes it kind of exciting. Like rather than dwell on the past and think, oh my God, but it's different now or will we ever get back to that? No, you're never going to get back to what it was like. And I think sometimes that can be a good thing. You've had that one phase of your life and whether you're choosing to go into a new phase with the same friend, with the same boyfriend, girlfriend, wherever, or whether you're choosing to do it with somebody different, then it's still exciting. Don't you think? I think that would be like a big problem solver to lots of relationships, you know, if you kind of avoid it that way rather than like see us. I'm not saying like forgive everything and you know, stay in relationships that are not good for you, but just change a little bit. I'm not saying that, but like, you know, there are types of relationships where, you know, you can be super happy and in love or with a friend, like love them. And then something happens, but it doesn't always mean that it has to end there. You know, if the love is still there and if there's like open communication and like a chance where you both want to grow and change, then that's a good thing and then you can just look at everything like a new start like you're in your new phase together now that's definitely helped me with friendships and and in my relationship now like since Matt and I have moved into this flat we're like right okay we need to do things differently now because I think I like touched upon it last week how much better I feel in this new flat and now like I didn't really realize how much of an effect it had on me there and 
I'm just like, okay, it does take work. We do have to make time to see each other. And when we see each other, we do have to make a point of doing something fun together, even if it's just like sitting in the room and playing cards. So, for example, right, we haven't set up our Wi-Fi yet because, guys, the earliest the Wi-Fi man could come was the 17th of March. We moved in on... I can't even remember the day. I'm pretty sure it was the 4th of March. In this day and age, in the 21st century, in 2023, where I can get probably condoms vibrate and a pack of raisins delivered in 10 minutes if I wanted to, I cannot get a Wi-Fi adapter and router or whatever the hell else I need until bloody how many is that? 10 business days after I've moved in. Can you believe that? That's my mini rant over, but yeah, anyway, <laughs> I have not got Wi-Fi ears. It's not a nightmare, it's only a bit of a nightmare because my signal's shit, but you know what, it'll stop me scrolling on TikTok, so for that I'm glad. But my point is that because we've only got smart TV, we can't watch TV, but it's actually been really nice, so when Matt has come in, we just talk. And obviously we used to talk before. We never used to come in and be like, all right, and sit down. Obviously, obviously not. But, you know, you talk for like a little bit and then you'd be like, oh, should we watch something? Yeah, okay, you put the TV on. Then you end up watching and then you feel really tired. Whereas now we haven't had that. And I said to him, like, obviously I don't need you to come in every day and we need to like sit and have like like a big heart to heart every day. But I definitely think like a couple of times a week we need to come in and just sit and chill and talk about your days properly and I just think it helps like and that counts as work do you get me that's just counting as a little bit of work so that's one thing I want to do I want to start cooking and eating properly and eating together going to the gym together and just like doing more activities so like we're in a building where we got a roof terrace and I was like on on like a Friday night or something when we don't really want to go out you know, but we don't want to just, like, do nothing. Let's have a drink and go up on the roof. So, and, like, leave our phones here. You know, it's just little things. And it's the same, like I said, like, with your friends. Like, when I think back sometimes, I used to have friends that I just used to go out and get steam in with, which was fine. But, like, now it's important to not do that and go for, like, when I went the other day for out with my friends, we went for dinner where you can sit and catch up and talk. And then for drinks where you're still talking, but then you're getting pissed and it doesn't matter. But it's, like, good to have the balance. Don't we all have different friends that we have for different reasons? Like, we've all got the one friend we go to for boy advice. We've all got the friend that we send our Insta pics to for approval first. We've got the friend that you go out and party with. You've got the friend that you stay in with got the friend that you go on holidays with and then like friends that you sing and dance with like I feel like you have different friends for different things so why is it in a relationship that we expect one person to give us absolutely everything that we need and we want and then when they don't you get annoyed like it actually doesn't make sense at all when you think about it and I'm just having epiphany after epiphany after epiphany I just think that sometimes, admittedly, I can sit there and think, oh, well, Matt hasn't done this tonight for me. And then if you sit in there long enough, you can be like, well, right, this isn't, that's not good, is it? That's, and you can really, like, get into it. Same with a friend. You can be like, she hasn't texted me today about that. 
And if you, when you focus on the bad thing like that, sometimes I feel like it can wipe out a lot of the good. And I think sometimes you have to understand, of course, um, if something is bothering you when you want it, you should say, like, definitely. But if, like, they're not that type of person and they're so supportive to you in, like, 18 million other ways, then I think that's okay. It's, like, stuff I've had from one boyfriend, I haven't got from another, but they give me other things that the ex-boyfriend didn't. Do you get me? And I think really it's just about accepting that, that we're all human and that we all need different people for different things and ultimately you have to be okay with yourself and give it to yourself. I just feel honestly so full of wisdom today, guys. And so that's it. I've given you my wisdom and in return I'm going to ask for a favour. Please, please, please leave me a review on Spotify. It went up to 30 this week, 30 reviews, and I was like, yes, it was on 29 for ages, so whoever that 30th person was, thank you. Please, if you haven't already, just come and follow me on Spotify, leave a review, and when I say that, you literally just tap the five stars. Uh, You only can give five stars, (laughs) no, you just literally tap it, and that's it. You don't have to sign in, you like don't have to do anything, you just tap it. But, you know, it makes my day, it makes me happy, and it just helps getting the podcast out. Obviously, as well, come and follow me on Instagram. I'm at Sadie Maltby. I'm there on TikTok, YouTube. You can find my links everywhere and anyway. I put them all in the show notes. And come and let me know what you think, please. You know, my favourite thing to do is chat to you guys. And, yeah, let me know what you think about this episode. If you've got any examples of all I've spoken about, let me know. And, of course, if you've got any love stories, this is... Uh, PSA, does that make sense in this context? I don't think so. This is me asking for nice love stories. If you've got a bad one, send my way. You know we all have them. The bad ones are always juicy. But I'm really trying to do a happy love story, a sad one. A happy one, a sad one. So far, I'm going okay. But I have run out pretty much of happy stories already so if you've gone as a nice little meat coat then come and let me know and yeah I'm basically just asking to come and chat to me guys hope you enjoyed this week's episode again it feels really good to be back and I'll see you next week